interview with a vampire manager, <laughs> right? Like something that's like, hello, I'm the vampire. <laughs> like, not really, but like. Right, yeah. Know, something like that. Well, about 200 years ago was when I started this career. Well, but I think that there's something to that, right? <laughs> Interview with a construction vampire. Let's do it. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I can, I can rock that. I'm like, what? Interview with a construction vampire? Well, I just got to check this out. It's like, <laughs> what are we doing gotta here? see what's going on. Okay, ready? Welcome to The Critical Path with Mary and Jason, a podcast about business development, company culture, and loving the place you work just a little bit more. This is episode 77, Interview with a Construction Vampire. <laughs> do you get to be the vampire or am I? I don't know. I, who, who among us do you think is, is more vampi- vampiric? Who among us? Who among us oh. hasn't been a vampire <laughs> right? from some time point. to time? Well, what the heck is the relevance here? So this comes from the fact that in the 90s, Jason and I were terrible nerds. <clears throat> Wait a minute, were? Right. Well, we were still nerds okay. back then. We're not still. We're still nerds We're previously today. still we nerds. We were previously <laughs> still nerds. So we uh, both were big fans of the Vampire Chronicles by Anne Rice, uh, which of which Interview with the Vampire was the first, right? Is the first book. Oh, yeah, of course. So... And, of course, most people who didn't read the books would be familiar with the show with, or the movie with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. Oh, he was the worst. Kristen Dunst. They made another one later with Stuart Townsend as yeah. Lestat, which was much better. That one had Aaliyah in it as uh, Akasha, the, yeah. the goddess. Amazing. So today we're talking about uh, Interview with a Construction Vampire, and this is our secret way to discuss promotion and training inside of your organization. So, a couple of housekeeping notes before we dive headlong in for a Vampire Chronicles lore. For a 200-year slumber. (laughs) Uh, Please make sure that you rate, share, and subscribe to the episodes. Go ahead and and give us five stars. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it! That's what everybody says. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. Construction folks don't know where the smash button is. I think that construction people could really be down with smashing buttons, though. Well, it's kind of therapeutic. You just got to show them where it is. It's true. So uh, a couple of, of housekeeping notes. We ha- build the circle. We're just rolling out. We received word that GLY is coming on as a partner to the program. So we're really excited to have them along. So that's already our second scholarship mm-hmm. or our second sponsorship. That's right. And we haven't even quite officially launched. Yeah. So So. Stay tuned. If your organization would like to get involved with Build the Circle, we're going to, I believe, next episode, get more in-depth in talking about the program and what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. We're really excited about that one. Yep. Uh, And then I think we're ready to go. So what then is... What kind of vampire am I? A cranky one. (laughs) I'm not cranky. You get cranky if you don't like eat. So I feel like if you were like mm. if you were like eating blood, then yeah. I feel like you'd get cranky all the time. Right. So this story <laughs> you almost spat your coffee everywhere. <laughs> coffee with arcade. So this story starts with a guest that we had in our office a couple of days ago, a 
super nice guy. We, we really gelled with him. And uh, we were talking about the, the fact that, that he and his company and, and the folks there always make a goal of promoting from within, wherever possible. So they're, they're looking to, to uh, promote, they wanna grow their company, and they're saying that they, they wanna make sure that they give the folks inside the opportunity to grow into those positions. And specifically giving the people in the field an opportunity to try their hand at the office if that's what they want. Right, all for it. So it is it is a common path that, that field leaders will migrate into the office after they've uh, made that decision and, and they have the, the tool set and the willingness to learn that skill. So they wanna come into the office and learn a thing or two. And I, I definitely support the idea of growth and and the ability to transition into that next that next level of development. However, it really brought up a, a bigger discussion uh, that that's super important when you're thinking about promoting uh, or hiring from without because it seems like it's just uh, an A or B discussion, but it's really not. There's a lot of other things going into that. The, in the discussion, I had said that. Uh, if you only promote from the inside, then the challenge or the, the caution that you need to keep in mind is where does our new blood come from? Where does our new information come from? And that brought up the, the interview with the vampire discussion uh, with Mary and I, because of course we're nerding out. And if any of the, the folks listening have watched the movies or, or read the books, there was a really cool kind of, of element to it that, that vampires, in, in this story anyway, would live for thousands of years. They can live basically forever. Mm -hmm. The danger to a vampire is not in old age mm -hmm. because that doesn't happen. They live forever. They live forever. The danger to a vampire is that they tend to keep to their own kind of company, mm -hmm. to keep to other vampires, and as the years go by, the young people in the world, the people who are running the world, make less and less sense to them. So mm -hmm. anyone who's ever spent 10 minutes trying to parse a text message with a Zoomer, yeah. the Gen Z, yeah. our, our kids who are teenagers right now, knows exactly what I mean. Or even a millennial, right? It, it, they speak a totally different language. Uh, the, the way that they move and, and how they, they traffic information, how they communicate with one another, it is a night and day difference from, from the generation of our parents. And it starts to feel like they don't even make any sense to us anymore. Mm -hmm. Like We can't even figure out what they're all about. Mm -hmm. And when that happens in, in the lore of Vampire Chronicles, Basically, when that happens to vampires, so if you think about how you've ever felt when you're in that situation where you're looking at that young person what is and happening? you just want to give up, right. if that's what the whole world is going to be, then you just want to go climb into your bed, pull uh -huh. the covers over your head, and just go to sleep yeah. and stay there. And, and that's what the vampires do. And so there was one vampire in particular, his name was Marius, and he lived for something like 1,500 years. And, he made Lestat. And he one of, of his strengths was that he recognized this idea early, that it was important that he made vampires going through different eras, not for, for any other reason, but that it kept him relevant. So every time he would, he would make a vampire, 
it would be this injection of knowledge and culture, and he would be then pulled back into the world so that, that he wasn't just cloistered away and, and all by himself. Mm-hmm. And if we think about how companies move and breathe and behave, I mean, there are, are companies that are what I think that the one in Canada is something like a thousand years old or something stupid. Yeah. So companies like vampires mm-hmm. can ultimately live forever. Mm-hmm. They don't die of old age. Company will never die of old age. So then the, the focus of our conversation that we had is whether you hire from within or whether you hire from, from outside, the more important part of the conversation is how do you stay relevant? What is your vehicle or mechanism for, for staying current with, with the speed of the world mm-hmm. ever increasing? Where does that injection of new information and new culture and new understanding of the world coming from? So we pick on companies like, like Kmart and <laughs> Kmart and like <laughs> Sears and Toys R Us. They were, they were giants, they were juggernauts in their day. And Polaroid. Ulti- Polaroid. And ultimately what happened in most of those cases is that they, it's not that they got too big, mm-hmm. it's that they failed to adapt. It's that they failed to understand where the world was moving and did not change fast enough in order to keep up with it. Well, and, they couldn't hear the newest generation and what was going on. And the newest generation kind of couldn't hear them, right? Mm-hmm. Like Nordstrom's has their own problems mm-hmm. right now just because of trying to compete with the megalith that is Amazon. That's like the biggest vampire of all. Right. But so Nordstrom has, has their own challenge with that. Mm-hmm. But young people will still shop at Nordstrom's and at Macy's. There mm-hmm. is a certain uh, sense of of upscale. Right, gravitas. There. Whereas Sears, mm-hmm. like when did you ever hear a young person say, I just want to get to JCPenney's or Sears? I'm going to go buy a mattress from Sears. Right? Those companies continued on and said, oh, it's fine. The old people still shop here mm-hmm. and never reached the young people. And as a result, they mm-hmm. could not continue. Well, and a, a fun fact is that Bezos from, from Amazon even shared that he believes that in 10 or 20 years, Amazon will be obsolete. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that when you look at a, a juggernaut like that, and you can't even fathom a world where that's the case. Mm-hmm. But that is the one thing that's true about humans is that we continually change and push that innovation. So it's important that we're focused on on staying current. So we had a conversation with a, a window, uh, window subcontractor, glazing subcontractor. He started in tech. Yeah. So he came from tech. He was successful in tech and then bought a construction company, which is a, a common thing, apparently, that that uh, tech graduates do. And I asked him what his biggest shock was about coming into construction from tech. And he said, in construction, change happens at the speed of decades. It literally takes decades for construction to change or move or pivot. Whereas in tech, you can change in a matter of days Mm -hmm. where you can totally upend what it is that you're doing and you adapt quickly. And it's important that as construction starts to catch up with the rest of the world, uh, other companies pay really close attention because there will be standout companies that are have the ability to change and pivot much faster than you can even imagine. Well, and interestingly, in the interview with the Vampire series of books, um, 
there's a lot there and the idea that that those are the the vampires that are the most powerful ones are the ones that can adapt the mm-hmm. main character of the series yeah. is Lestat is it what singer in a rock band he starts a rock band because he's like oh this is going to be great because I can walk around with like looking pale and staying out of the sunlight and only being awake at all night right. and wearing like kiss style makeup I can totally hide from the public and hide all of my whatever it is I'm doing because mm-hmm. you know Crazy. That is how rock stars do. Yeah, eccentric rock star. Yeah, exactly. But the idea is that that pivotability, that ability to to change how he sees the world and what he does, that is ultimately his superpower. If you literally found out that Elon Musk drank blood, would you be surprised by that? <laughs> I'm sure he probably does that blood boy thing that I, tech does, where I, they like. You know, have- I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. And and it's interesting that like you know, that 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 eccentricity. Uh, is seen as a virtue mm-hmm. when it's somebody who is at the cutting edge of technology or, mm-hmm. or a change. Anyway, so the to all of our making. so to all of our cutting edge uh, blood boy drinkers out there, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> don't say that to people. The uh, point is, in the lore of the book series, uh, it is clear that the ability to to stay with the times mm-hmm. is the superpower that. That is needed. Yeah. So we have worked with a couple of clients who are having a hard time uh, growing and changing, and their their business is stagnating. They're they're having a hard time making money, even in the environment just pre-COVID, where everyone was making money. And when we interviewed their folks, we found out that that one company in particular hadn't had a new hire in ten years. It, they had no significant new hire in ten years. Another company that was in a similar situation had an average years of service of approaching 20 years. Average. You hear that and you say, well, on average, everyone has worked here for 20 years. So that means it's a really great place to work and Mm -hmm. people are really loyal and people really stay. They don't have any turnover. There was one guy who was there for something like 37 years. So when you hear that, it sounds like a virtue. Mm But the truth is, when we haven't hired anyone new in that long, where then are the places we can promote? Mm-hmm. Where is that infusion of new information? We can't have anyone, so if you gotta be at least 20 mm-hmm. to work here, yep. and everyone's been here for 20 years, it means our youngest people are 40 years old. So in, in that context of the company that hadn't meaningfully hired anyone in 10 years, I said, you realize that the last time you hired somebody was when the iPhone 1 came out. (laughs) Right? Right. That was was your newest injection of technology and Mm -hmm. and your newest injection of industry awareness. And when you look at at your hiring practices, it can be really valuable to think of it in the context of when you bring that, that energy into your business, they're bringing access to current trends. They're bringing access to to resources and tools. They just went through school or through college, and they have access to education that you are you probably never had yourself. So they're much more capable at understanding the modern world. And when you look at your client base, your clients will continue to expect the current level of service mm-hmm. for what the industry can provide. So your question should be. Are you doing something to make sure that you're keeping up with the status quo or 
driving that change inside of your walls. So look at it this way. You, uh, so maybe some of you remember the StarTAC phone. Oh yeah, the flip phone. Little tiny Motorola flip Mm -hmm. phone. My dad, it took him so long to give up his StarTAC. He Mm -hmm. loved it so much. It was a really good quality phone. Yeah. Very well built. Everyone loved it. I I could never have afforded that. So today you walk into a store and everyone there is really old and all they sell are StarTac phones. Mm-hmm. They're good quality. They're well-built, well-designed phones. Yeah. And I mean, you can't expect them to understand new phones. They're all old, right? Right. That doesn't mean that we're going to be okay with buying a StarTac. Mm-hmm. We still want, I don't know, what's what's the current iPhone? iPhone 11, iPhone 12, 12? I don't know. I don't know what it is, yeah. but the point is we expect the newest the, the access to the newest products, mm-hmm. regardless of how old everyone at the store is, regardless of how well built that old product might have been. And if we don't even have the capability to provide that, then how does that hinder our, our ability to compete? Mm-hmm. So it is great to be able to promote from within. Uh, we're big fans of that. And we even recommend that that making that that opportunity visible is critical for your team. It is super important that your team understands not only do they have the uh, ability to promote from within, but there are actual real tangible opportunities to promote into. Mm -hmm. So we, we recommend, we worked with a client where we're setting up their strategic growth plan and build their growth chart over a number of years. And at year one, year two, year three, we're able to identify key positions that we'll need to hire for mm-hmm. in those years in order to sustain the growth that we're talking about. So then we recommend taking those positions and charting them out on the wall so that our team can see, okay, next year, there's going to be a, a project manager position opening up. Yep. What do I have to do? And, and I can see that job description. What do I have to do in order to be ready for that position? Mm-hmm. And I think making some document available that tells them what are the skills you will need mm-hmm. and what are the resources we as a company offer to give you those skills. So if we have training that's available, if we have software that's available that you can play with, or even like uh, lynda.com accounts mm-hmm. or things like that, what tools do we give you that you can use in order to gain those skills? So it's it's super valuable to promote from within. It creates a, a great sense of loyalty and, and sense of team. But remember that if we focus on promoting from within as our core strategy, as our primary goal, we need to make sure that we identify and, and figure out how we're going to make sure our team stays current with with modern trends. Because if people are constantly coming, hiring in from the outside world, then the hope is that those people, every single time we hire another person, then our kind of vampire family becomes more diverse. <laughs> right. And we get more knowledge, this kind of infusion of new information. Here's how they do it uh, at the school I went to. Mm-hmm. Here's how they do it at the company where I last worked. Mm-hmm. Here's what I've learned. Here's what I bring with here's, me. Here's how we do it on the East Coast. Here's yeah. how we do it in Germany. Absolutely. Right? Here's how we do it in Uganda. Yeah. Right? So... If we have those people coming in, then that is an infusion of new information, even if it's just lessons on what not to do, even if it's just, here's where I used to work and we should never do it that way. Right. That's still new information. Yeah. 
So when we're promoting from within, we need to make sure we're bringing information in from outside the company in some way. Mm-hmm. So we we oftentimes will have conversations and, and did, was it last week? Where there was the discussion that came up about growth. Mm-hmm. Do we want to grow? Uh, what revenue level do we want to get to? And it often just becomes this arbitrary discussion of, I want to double. Well, based on what? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, we just throw a number at the wall. People will also say, why do I need to grow at all? Mm-hmm. We're making a good profit. We're paying my paycheck and everyone else's paychecks. We're happy. We have a good team. Mm-hmm. Why do we need to worry about growing year over year over year? So in any case, we're always thinking about um, how can we understand the problems that are in front of us and kind of say, well, if we exaggerate this and we say that we're growing by 0% or we're growing by inflation rate, that's that's the limit and maximum ability of ours to grow. What happens on the machine? What happens to to the vampire mm-hmm. uh, that is the company that we're running? Uh, and, and an interesting thing happens that if you have $0 of real growth in revenue year over year, it is almost impossible not to stagnate and, and eventually decline. Now, when we think about it in the context of, of that vampiric infusion of culture uh, and, and youth, when you have zero growth, our, our people are going to feel this acutely. So it takes, on average, two years to learn a job. And you can, you can probably figure this out by talking to people around you or looking at your own work history. Every two to three years, most people, most ambitious people make a move. And it doesn't mean between companies, but it means that every two to three years, it's muscle memory what you do, and you're just looking for the next opportunity. Mm-hmm. So if you understand your job, you have it down pat, and you're looking for that next opportunity and you look around inside your company with growth zero, you're thinking to yourself, where am I gonna go? What am I gonna do? Uh, it, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of opportunity here. And of course, this is assuming that we don't have a lot of turnover, mm-hmm. but if we have zero growth and a lot of turnover, that's mm-hmm. its own problem because mm-hmm. it means people don't wanna stay here. Mm-hmm. But if, it, if we look and we see the person above me has been in that seat for 20 years mm-hmm. and they're going to be there for another 15 years. Yeah. And the only way that I promote is when they die. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that's not a great situation to be in. It's it's appropriate for the vampire episode. It totally it's is. appropriately dark. Usually isn't, but for some reason, <laughs> yeah. Coming off of Valentine's Day, I just <laughs> feel like it's appropriate. Look, my Valentine's Day gift to you is by not talking about Twilight in Ooh. this episode at all. But... When, we, when we're in that situation, there is no way that we're going to stick around for 10 or 15 years for the chance that we might get that position. Mm-hmm. So when, when we're waiting for, for that sort of change to happen for us, it's not sustainable. So you watch the company and you see what happens. And quickly, the talented people will recognize that lack of opportunity and they will leave. So then what you're left with are a a group of people who don't have the the current pulse of the culture, Mm -hmm. don't have a savvy understanding of technology. They're the people essentially who couldn't leave or are in uh, solid positions. And you start losing that that new injection of blood. Mm -hmm. 
right? So at that point, you will see a decline in overall talent, overall capability to compete because we have that lack of of new blood. As soon as we hit the point where no one can promote anymore, Mm -hmm. the only people who will stay at that level are people who either don't imagine they can promote Mm -hmm. ever anywhere or people who don't care whether they promote. Mm -hmm. So uh, to wrap this up, essentially the, the advice here is to make sure that If you promote from within, that's fantastic. Make sure that it is highly visible. Make sure that your whole team, your whole company has the ability to understand where those promotions are gonna come in Mm -hmm. and what they can do to be able to get that opportunity. And the second part is make sure that you recognize that your team needs fresh injection of ideas, of information, and make sure that they have access to that because investment in education, investment in in technology, that is some of the best investment that you can make in any company. So how then do they make that new vampire? How then do they make that yeah, new how vampire? How do they get that injection of new information if they're always promoting from within? Well, one way, plug, plug, <laughs> is that uh, you can identify key partners in the industry that are doing cool and fun things and connect with those folks to give your team access to resources that you don't have in-house. Mm-hmm. Like Arcade. I don't know. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> just, you know, someone like, I don't know, maybe yeah. Arcade. I'll just put that out there. Uh, we ha- don't actually have any vampires in here. But we do regularly provide cutting-edge, cool technology and education oh, to oh. make sure that, that your folks are up-to-date on all of the new trends. Although if they peeked into the junior office, mm-hmm. where usually the lights are kept kind of low... And Gallon has maybe got his hoodie on in front of his coding going on on the screen. And his VR station. Yeah, they might be forgiven for thinking he might be a vampire in there. Oh, he, he looks a little like a vampire. That's what I'm saying. His like eyes are foot, all big. Six foot two and pale. Like, no, that's just a Gen Z. That's, <laughs> that's just what just they look like. Seattle. They don't yeah. go outside. That's yeah. how that works. So, housekeeping? Uh, well, we already said at the beginning of the episode that we have uh, some big announcements to make about Build the Circle, and yep. we're going to be doing that episode, I think, next week. Yeah. And we are enrolling right now for Foreman Basic and PM Basic, so both of those start March 15, March 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a couple of spots left in each. If you want to send your best and your brightest, please do get in touch with us, and we'd be happy to meet them. Yeah, get that infusion of new information going at your company. That's right. It, I feel like for both of those programs, those are the education that I wished I would have had when I started in the industry. Because yeah. I feel like they're they're so grounded and, and practical. But it's stuff that you don't get access to anywhere else. Mm-hmm. We've been having a lot of fun with this current group. We just got through the public speaking section. It's so fun. It's a lot of fun. Everybody's just a bundle of nerves when they have to get up <laughs> and, and give a silly speech. Uh, but we feel like the ability to speak in front of a group is critically important for any leadership role. Absolutely. Whether you're talking about field or management. And I think the uh, the one takeaway from that is if these folks, they're, they're super capable, if they get bound up in knots just because they have to get up and speak in front of people, classes of their peers that they've been with for seven weeks... Uh, 
that's a problem. Like that is that is an obstacle that we need to be able to overcome. And so it's super cool having the ability to help them get through that. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. Okay, did we do it? I think so. I mean, we, we talked about uh, Anne Rice, an interview with the vampire. Do we have a jetpack? I don't think we did. No? No. So what's what's a good jetpack this week? Well, I feel like feel like anything that I say is going to be inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk's blood boy oh, comes to mind. No, no, no. Okay, that's fine. We'll go with that then. Oh, that's rough. We'll do that's that. That's rough. Okay, so if you want, actually, we do have hats now. We do have hats. Yeah, yeah so let's do that. Or if, we have coffee mugs. Yeah, hat or a coffee mug. Mm-hmm. If you send us the hashtag Elon Musk's Blood Boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It's done. Or you could do hashtag Vampire Lestat. Okay. That's, okay. that's his band. All right. Well, you can find us. You can find us at www.arcadewayfinding.com. You can find more about Build the Circle at www.build-the-circle.com. That's right. See, all I had to do was just get enough domains, and then you'd stop saying crazy ones every episode. You can find us at elonmusksbloodboy.com. No, that's not a thing. You can I mean, it probably is a thing. That's why it bothers me so much. <laughs> what else? Uh, watch for it. Watch for it. Sibilance. Sibilance. No, that's not a thing. That's not. That's for like, it's mics in like an arena so that you can see like what's going on. with it. Boom. You're so stupid. That's all I got. Okay. Ready? I mean, this is going to be a pretty stupid episode. Let's rock. Let's rock. Now, that's form and basic. What are we going to say for PM basic? I don't know. That's why I was asking you about the music. I know. We can't. I feel like we can't say let's rock. That, mm. like, belongs to the form and that's theirs. Let's risk. No. No. Like, the whole thing is, like, not The opposite risking. of that. Let's, let's run a tight ship. No. Let's not. We have to think on this. I mean, PMs can rock. Can they? All type A personalities. Yeah, I don't know that they can rock. Controlling risk. (laughs) Risk managers. Right. Yeah, I don't know. We gotta we gotta put some real thought into this. Okay, let's do it together. Okay.